0: This podcast is sweeter than honey, but not as sweet as a house and land package in Honeywood from just
1: $400,000. We mentioned earlier about the uh, headlines in the, uh, the Nations papers, including the front page of The Australian today. After 40 years on the field and in the coach's box, Malthouse punted from Carlton. And on the West today, the end for Mick Malthouse.
2: Yeah,
0: well, you probably, everyone saw it coming, the fact that they had lost every game this year except for one. Mm. And who, who'd they beat? Was it uh, Bayswater? Uh, I, yeah, I think you might be
1: pretty close to the mark there, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't remember. It was a few weeks ago. I barred. No, g'day, Barra. Hey, Barrett. No, good day, Barrett. Adrian Barrett.
2: Hi, guys. How are you? Great to, great to talk to you. And, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a sad day in some ways. One of the uh, all-time greats is gone, but he sort of uh, he made his bed, I suppose, and he had to lie in it, and it, it pains mm. me to tell you that um, – The Dead Set Legends on Saturday morning now will only be 15 minutes long because he's our main talking point normally.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've got to say that uh, there is big problems. I mean, there was the salary cap crisis that Carlton had. Now there's the sacking of a coach uh, prematurely. Um, Chris Judd, not the captain, Mark Murphy, addressed the media yesterday about the only person I think that's safe at Carlton is Rob Wiley. That's uh, Malthouse's uh, partner in crime.
2: Yeah, and I think you'll find he'll probably take a payout too, Robert, some stage. So, oh, really? um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty dire times. A lot of Collingwood fans are having a bit of a laugh because they're saying, "Ah, oh, see, we got him." Eddie Eddie stitched them up. He got rid of Mick, sent him to Carlton, and now now Carlton's stuffed. So they're bitter rivals. But yeah, I, I thought that, I think they when they appointed Mick, they made a blue Carlton, didn't they? they really he needed mm. to give it up after the Collingwood debacle when there was a blue over Nathan Buckley taking over. And if Eddie McGuire can't control a bloke, and uh, do the PR for him then you know that you've got a problem and they, they took him on Mick and two and a half years later he's been sacked and he hasn't gone out the way he wanted to. He wanted to get the record though. His big thing was to be yeah. the longest serving coach of all time and he's done that, so I suppose he's achieved one goal. Yeah. Well,
3: Barra, I mean, Malthouse's reputation suggested that he could maybe bring the team to victory, but with footy the planets need to align. You've got to have the right coach, the right team, the conditions, the money, like it seems like... Especially it, the team. Yeah, you can't just have one or two things and hope. I don't think that it does rest on Mick's shoulders.
2: No, that's right. You do need the players. But when don't forget, at the beginning of this season, or the end of last season, after they had seven wins, Mick was saying that he had a great list, that this is the list that could take them to the Premiership. And So either he's bulldusting then or he's bulldusting now by saying they've got a terrible list and they need to train. Generally, what you do is when you're a coach, if you're in trouble, you firstly blame the bloke before you. You blame him. Mm. And when you run out of that excuse, you next, you move on to the players. And then after that, you've got nothing and you have to leave. So that's basically what happened. The funny thing with Mick is that he said he wouldn't... He kept saying he wouldn't resign, didn't he? I, I did. won't resign, I won't yep. resign, Clairzy, and then, But he forced them to sack him. He got on radio yesterday, unloaded on the board, mm. was, you know, chucked in a few hand grenades and they had no option but to, to sack him. So in some ways, he forced... Them to sack him. So he, I suppose in the end he got his payout that he wanted.
1: Hey Barrow, got into a not a heated but a, a gentle argument with a bloke at the Dockers game on the weekend. He was a, He's a member of Carlton and I said, you know, the squad's not right, mate. And how, you know, they must make Carlton people cry when they see Eddie Betts kicking goals at the Crows.
2: Oh, yeah. That is amazing. And Jared Waite left as well. And of course, Josh Kennedy's going beautifully at the Eagles and they're yeah. all, uh, all former blues players. So they've made some blues, no doubt. And for Mick to say yesterday, though, that um, Eddie was leaving 18 months before and the deal was done, and the CEO now of Carlton is the CEO of Adelaide at the time where Eddie's gone, so, you know, that was a direct hit on the CEO of Carlton, saying that he'd done something unscrupulous by recruiting a bloke before he'd even finished his contract, and mm. he had to not deny it, Stephen Trigg, Adelaide's denied it, Betts' manager's denied it, so he's been a bit naughty, Mick, but... Um, as we know, he's, uh, it's either his way or the highway with Nick. He's a super coach. Everything's black and white, though. And even when we are at the Eagles, he, he got rid of Polly Farmer and Barry Cable in two <laughs> seconds flat when he got there. Two of the all-time West Australian greats. <laughs> it he sounds want, weird, to, doesn't it? You remember that, Clancy? We didn't want anyone else having a voice at the club. And he said, no, nah, I don't care how good you are or how great you are. You're out of here. I'm the coach. I'm the boss. I'm running the show. So... He's not exactly, uh, you know, loved, but he's respected as a coach, I suppose. You yeah. know how
0: bad things yeah. are at the Blues, though, when uh, wishes is in the paper, they go in no way. No, I don't <laughs> I, I don't want the job. No,
2: no, no. Who no. would? Yeah. Please, no. <laughs>
0: no, 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 I don't, <laughs> don't want make it. Me. No, Man.
2: I think I think there with wishes is that he's pretty settled, and uh, yeah, yeah, it would be a, a big cast to go in there, and it would be all-consuming, and oh. I think wishes has got more balance in his life now, but... I, I, Shane, I, I'll tell you one story about Mick, though. He, uh, when I went out of footy, I got on with him, okay, at mm. the Eagles, but when I went to the media, he uh, he really sort of, like I keep boys reckon he, he said it to the group once, he said, media, media, enemy, enemy, even Barra, <laughs> Barra, enemy. He, like, <laughs> <laughs> even though I was a past player, they hammered me. And I remember one day Don Pike was on the ground and he was wrapping, Mick brought out this tape and was wrapping Pike's uh, wrist. And Pike is going, my wrist isn't injured. Nick, it's my ankle. He goes, yeah, I know. But I'm going to fool the media. Watch this. Ah, be funny. <laughs> that's funny.
1: Uh, in that angry uh, Schwarzenegger-esque voice. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's that's how he talks, Claire, You know, used to have him on a fair bit, and yeah, he, he was he was good to us. But I'll tell you what, he, he runs hot and cold, and unfortunately, won't go out with a lot of friends because. But he but he wouldn't care about that. He just he cares about achieving, uh, you know, high achiever, looking after his family and and, and his. Um, and his income, and um, and maybe being remembered as a great coach. Yeah,
1: and this little bit, uh, we've, we found this from our last chat with Mick about three years ago. We'll just play it to you, Barry. Have a listen. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, my last day of being in football, uh, in club football life has finished. Okay, that was his great quote of uh, 2012 <laughs> to Clancy, Shane and Kimber right here. Would
0: have been a happier man if it had have been <laughs> over. But anyway... He's well, done and dusted.
2: Br- I thought you were bringing out the earth is patient. What is it? The ox is slow, but the earth, earth is, is patient. patient yeah, yeah
1: no. I was, I was, no.
2: clear, can you explain that to me one day? I uh, don't yeah, I am Confucius
1: one. too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. thanks, Barry. All the best. Good well on you guys. Take care, Adrian Barrage from Seven, and of course our own Dead Set Legends. Now, this caught my eye uh, yesterday in the West Australian. It's a quarter-page colour ad for uh, cosmetic holidays in Thailand. Um, it's the obvious photo of a hot girl in a pink uh, one-piece swimsuit. Of course. Uh, the bathers are very high on the leg. Um, they're very low on the front. Oh, nice little up.
3: cut out around the stomach <laughs> area. Yeah,
0: basically, she looks like a million bucks. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then it goes on to give you the obvious, um, you know, and prices. It's got uh, little banners and, and uh, arrows going to uh, p- p- parts of her body. Yeah, like sure. pointing
3: to her tummy there and it says Tummy <clears> Tuck.
0: <throat> tummy Tuck, $6,400. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the old uh, B augmentation. Oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, that's uh, 3900 Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got your uh, turkey neck. Uh, for... <laughs> Which they
3: call a face and neck lift.
0: <laughs> turkey neck, $4,900. I'm just laughing that he called breast B. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, the B well, augmentation.
0: Uh, kids and cars. How
3: are you? um <laughs> But God, you wouldn't want to use the
0: real <laughs> anatomical to swear, yeah. term for it, would you? No, I've told you. I'm on a new, new kick. <laughs> yeah, you trying not to swear. I'm going to be my dad. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the one thing that gets me is, and I'm in yep. like Flynn, Watch is go. the teeth. Now, the teeth, uh, I didn't yeah. realise that you can get this kind of stuff done overseas. I mean, you obviously can get surgery done anywhere, but I I would personally never uh, go overseas to get it done. Right. I'd I'd always go to um, a place called Absolute here in um, in (laughs) Perth. I used to have a girlfriend that worked there, actually. Sure. But um, teeth, I'm all over this because of the price. I don't know what kind of arrangement it is with a dentist uh, overseas, but... Do do they uh, give you just you know a shot of whiskey to uh, you know as anesthetic?
3: Well, you know what? People are people will risk it because what's it cost you to get a crown done here? Is Fif- it over $1000? $1, 1500.
0: Okay. You see? They know I got about 8 of them. i fifteen 1500 bucks and then because I'm on top level HBF you get about 6 bucks back. No, and it's serious Like you can get one crown I think it's two crowns every Ten years Two years or something (laughs) like that It's like you If you want to do your whole head Mm -hmm. All your teeth It'll take you a decade to get it done
1: I remember that time well Because you kept coming to work Asking me when it was Clezzy, when's it payday? Yeah, when's I know. I'll get another one I'm done. I get some more teeth done.
0: But <laughs> so the veneer, which is this the same sort of deal as a crown, it yep. makes your teeth look whiter. Four hundred bucks um, overseas, and I can't recall what it is here in Australia, but I, I think it's obviously more expensive. See,
3: the teeth's a bit different too. Cosmetic surgeries. It depends what people like as well. Mm. Like it is a risk going over there. But one of my girlfriends went over and got her breasts done. And she, sorry, she sorry, her bees done. Bees, yeah. And Thank you. She thinks they're sensational. I think they look weird. Oh, really? I can say it because
0: she doesn't live in Perth. Oh, well, let's get her on. But what they look weird? What in the middle of her back, or what? What's wrong? <laughs> That'd be weird. Great, <laughs> look, great she, fun to dance with. Hey, hey. look, <laughs> she got three? She got
3: them too big, but they look—they're really hard. They look, like no, they, they look like muscles. No, they look like muscles. They look like big muscles, like pecs. On right. a small girl, yeah. and I,
0: I okay. just—is oh, this is the one you showed me the photos? Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, no. I thought she looked alright
3: She thinks they're great. She's got horrible. them out all the time. But <laughs> Absolutely
1: think, horrible. You
3: know, the, there are companies.
1: <laughs> you know, there are companies luring women overseas, like Beauty Abroad, and companies like this. Now, I'm not going to knock those guys because I looked at their ad online, and they've got the same—only a blonde girl in the pink bathers with her augmentation going on. But they say creating the confident, beautiful you. So they lure women in, and they're not just all 22-year-old women getting, you know, the breast job done. They're—they're uh, they're a lot of middle-aged women go over there and oh. some can't get surgery done because, you know, even simple things, just before the surgery, they Why? find out there. I know of uh, some middle-aged women went on a holiday. They're all getting work done, but their heart rate, their um, blood oh, pressure oh, is too high. Well, oh, that's oh. nice Not to know off. that
0: there's a bit of personal uh, safety involved. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I won't even get my hair plaited in Bali. Check your BP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give
3: you the money, do the lot.
0: Yes. <laughs> so I'd like to know on 1333.53 if you've ever or know someone who's been overseas and had some work. Mm. Um uh, or you've had it here. We'll, we'll talk about bees till the cows come home. Yeah, <laughs> we will. Yeah, and uh, Sean,
1: can you get your bees done? 13. Must be fun to dance with. Hey! is <laughs> the Benny
0: Hill music just funny. Yeah. Okay. So, if you've been overseas and had some done, uh, Kimber's girlfriend's on the phone. Uh, <laughs> she hates him, Kimber. Uh, she
3: hates my guts. I know. Well, I don't know. They're just, you know, just she didn't pick a nice pair. That Jeez, was that
0: Kimber. A very long queue for that one. <laughs> Talking
1: about overseas uh, surgeries, could be it restored beauty getaways or beauty abroad, whatever the company may be. A lot of people are interested in it.
0: Well, this is restored beauty getaways. Yeah, they've uh, got a beautiful looking girl. Uh, she's uh, got a little. Post-it notes around her, what you can get done. Um, <coughs> tuck, uh, the tummy tuck is $6,400. do not know what you'd pay in Australia, but uh, this is up to the person's prerogative, I suppose. Teeth are uh, really cheap, uh, but we're talking about, uh, have you been overseas and had some work? And Waino, you're talking about teeth here. What did you get done? I had uh, six deep root canals and 21 crowns. Now how often or how much did you think about uh, this before you got it done overseas like it's a big decision to make. Uh yeah, my teeth were like really really worn and I yeah, wasn't comfortable with them and
4: I went to the dentist and it was uh, 39,840 bucks to get get a, a new smile. Well wow. 21
3: crowns and six root canals is a lot of work isn't it? How much
0: it? did that cost you overseas if it was 40 grand here?
4: It uh, cost me 9100 including airfares, accommodation
0: and travel insurance. Right.
1: Wayner, when you found out the difference in price, was it a, just a lay down as air? You thought, I've got to do
0: this? Like this I'm thing- out of here. Right, okay. <laughs> and how was the uh, duty of care and, and the service that you got? Oh, look, 110%. They, um, they told you exactly
4: what they're doing. They were talking you through as they were doing it. They pick you up from the, the hotel and drop you off at the hotel. And yeah, it was just magic, absolutely magic.
3: Yeah, it's a shame too because I think you know people would like to get the work done here. I think people would prefer to have it done here, you know, because it, it alleviates any of that fear. But I guess the expense can be too much for some people.
4: Well, even if it was only say twelve grand here, you'd still get it. You'd get it done here instead of going over there. But
0: mm, the difference is too grand. much. Oh, yeah. I mean, forty grand to nine. But I, again, I, I emphasise the safety and duty of care, all that goes with it. But why not a good experience for you?
3: Kelly, how about you? You've been overseas and you were going to get some cosmetic surgery?
5: Yes, I went over, over to go with a company here in Perth um, and I got, went through all the process, but what they don't tell you here when you sign up and you go over there is that when you get there, you're also up for medical expenses, uh, blood tests and heart stress tests and things like that that they actually don't tell you here.
3: Oh, right. So mm-hmm. all these extras like when you book a flight and they go, "Oh, and you got to pay for bags. And oh, you yeah. got to pay to check in.
0: You want a seat uh, on the window, a window seat." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey mate, um, what were you going to get done?
5: I was going to get my uh, breast done
2: okay. over
5: mm. there. Yep. Um I I have a condition over here and um, my doctor gave me permission. It was safe to have my breast done. Um, so They were aware of that. When I got over there, I went through all the process. I was hooked up to the drips and everything, ready to go in. And at that very last second, after I paid all my money, Mm. I was then turned down.
1: Whoa. Whoa. So So what happens? You don't get get, your money back? Get a refund or? (laughs) No.
5: no,
4: no. Oh, really? I
5: got a portion of my money back in Thai, um, Thai baht money. And um, all up, I'm now out of pocket $5,500.
3: Wow, that's that's miserable. Sorry yeah. to hear it, Kelly. Hey, did you get them done at home, Kel? Did it happen?
1: I
5: have had them done here. Well done. I, I've had them done here. I got them done not long after I saved up the money and everything went perfectly fine over here. When you're over there, you meet so many women that have had so many horror stories. It's crazy. Uh, I... I do not recommend it whatsoever. Well, and the money respect. too,
3: the money that you've already spent, like you could have, as you said, you could have just got it done here in the first place.
5: And realistically, when you really look back, there's not that much sort of difference for, for safety and things like that. The hospitals are beautiful and they upsell it and Restore Beauty will upsell everything. But you just be careful. Mm. Okay,
3: mm. thanks, Kelly.
5: No
0: worries. All right, so we've got the teeth there as a yes and the bees a no. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and the odd horror stories. And that would be probably the two things that most people would yeah. seek when they go overseas. Like normally, I, I'm i just looking for duty free cigarettes and uh, alcohol. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Take someone with you so you can bring more back. Absolutely. So you're just
0: after the S and the
1: A. That's all. I like it. I've lost count of the number of people on social media I've seen uh, over the past three or four days saying Ireland you're my hero after that yes vote uh, recently in the gay marriage referendum and the federal opposition leader Bill Shorten is set to introduce his own private members
0: bill on Monday Mr Shorten good morning
4: good morning guys.
0: Hey, Bill, I don't know whether this typifies our priorities in Perth, but Mick Malthouse is page one, and you are page three with this. And uh, (laughs) And Mick
4: Malthouse is big news, I get that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. No, this is huge news. Um, The headline is Pulled the trigger. Obviously, that's a bit uh, over the top. But uh, are you proud of your decision-making and how quick you've made it?
4: I've believed in marriage equality uh, for a long time, and I voted for it when there was a... a a debate in Parliament back in 2012. I spoke to the Australian Christian Lobby directly at their conference. I said that you can be a Christian and still support marriage equality. But the news in Ireland over the weekend, I think, is uh, gives new momentum. I mean, a lot of Australians feel an affinity with Ireland. Some of us have got convict ancestors from Ireland and we're all interested in what they do. And if such an overtly and famously religious country can say that, they believe in marriage equality, really why don't we grab the time, grab the moment? sometimes timing and events pick us mm. and that's why I thought this is a good opportunity to again push in the Parliament uh, for marriage equality because I'd, you know we've got've fr- got friends who are gay. Why can't they get married if they want to get married, I think? Why do they have to go overseas? It's a fiction.
3: Well, religion should have no place in politics anyway, but it seems to be that religion is the reason that Tony Abbott is, you know, going against this and saying that's his main argument.
4: Well, if people want to be guided by religion and politics, you know, I actually, I respect that. But what I can't understand is why Tony Abbott won't give his whole Liberal Party a free vote.
2: Mm. Now,
4: you know, I've got a few people in my Labor Party who have got very um, religious, faith-based views, which means that they think they can't support marriage equality. Mm. Uh, I don't expect everyone just to agree with one point of view. But what I do believe is that if we're going to have marriage equality, it's now time for the Liberal Party to provide a free vote to their members of Parliament, just like we do. It shouldn't be a party political issue. For me, it's all about if people love each other and they want to get married, because they're of the same sex doesn't mean they should be treated as
1: second class. Bill, you mentioned your f- fellow uh, Labor Party members there, and some may oppose this. Is it something you, c- you can convince people it's time for this to happen, or are you just quite Absolutely happy
4: to... it can. Yeah? You know, I you hesitate to make generational analogies, but I think in particular a lot of young people don't understand what the fuss is about.
2: Oh, yeah. They probably
4: think it's probably time. Uh, but and there are people of all walks of life who form different conclusions. I think it is possible to make the case for marriage equality. I'm optimistic that we can, but I'm realistic too. Um, The reason why I've I've raised it is I've always believed it in the Parliament uh, and with the Irish referendum it seems there's a greater renewed interest. Uh, I think the big obstacle that remains now is getting the Liberal Party to have a free vote on it.
0: You know, it was awesome on the momentum from Ireland, like you say, the sudden announcement of your bill. Um, did you hear in the corridors of Canberra, Tony Abbott going, what?
4: What? <laughs> <laughs> now listen, I'd, obviously I've got my concerns with his budget and a whole lot of other things that he's doing. I'd, but on this, I, I think if I'm to persuade the Liberal Party to have a free vote, I should probably stay away from paying out on him. But Okay. I think, yeah. I think people in politics... Um, uh, want a, a free vote? They, they like the idea of that, uh, and I think on marriage equality, there's people who think now is the time. And I just think about people I know in committed relationships, and um, they shouldn't be barred from being able to marry each other and have to go overseas. It's a fiction. Yeah. You know, we'd, we'd, life's too short for um, sort of legalistic fairy tales and fictions. We just people just I think just want issues to be dealt with, and this is an issue which. Is, Time is right to deal with.
3: Well,
1: Bill Shorten, there's a busy weekend here for you. Good luck on Monday and you got on our show and Mick Malthouse was too busy to speak. Yes, so he was. You're uh, all
4: good. Listen, he did a good job at West Coast and he did a good job at Collingwood. So, you know, Yep. they say that um, there should be no <laughs> politics in sport, but I think Mick Malthouse has had a pretty rough time. So I think he's uh, contributed a lot to footy, don't
1: you? Yeah, you're not wrong and uh, over 700 games. Bill, all the best.
4: Thanks, everyone. See ya. Podcasts are handy on long drives. Not that people building in Honeywood would know. It's only 20 minutes from the city.